1: Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer, Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster, Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host... Jeff
0: Cesario.
1: What is happening? Good morning. It's morning here. Uh, Welcome to Play With Pain. We're talking sports today like real cis men should. I uh, now hearing the term come out of my mouth. I don't like the term and I'm not sure. I don't know what it is and I'm afraid to say anything. No, And and I don't want anyone to. It seems it's been assigned to uh, us. Anyway, uh, I'm going to stop using it. Uh, But our guest who uh, correctly chimed in on sis, uh as a hilarious stand-up and writer who i had the great pleasure of working with on uh, the emmy winning hbo series dennis miller live it's ed driscoll ed you look
0: fantastic you as well jeff you stole my intro i'm an emmy award-winning comedian writer so i don't think we're gonna have to get together after this talk yeah we'll have to. well you know
1: what i should have suggested uh, that you punch it up for me it's what I should have done.
0: <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a credential
1: punch-up guy now. It's a very right. lucrative niche market. Right. You've got the uh, camouflage Pittsburgh hat, which, with their record, might be yeah. a good thing right now. I don't want people to know I'm a Pirates fan. <laughs> I guess we all saw that one coming through the Zoom. But, uh, uh,
0: no, you know, they're, they're, they're my team, as you know, being from Pittsburgh. And right. uh,
1: We're going to talk about that in a sec. Uh, first, Chet, you, do, you, do you have an update for us? Get out of the way, sis boy. Here it comes. Time for the Waterhouse update sponsored by Creprika. If you just want your deviled eggs to look like they taste good, try Kraprika, America's pastime. No, not doubting your memory that the Constitution actually does demand the separation of church and state. Baseball, Yankees and Mets both in first in July for the first time since Donald Trump had a line of stakes. Dodgers winning the Kate Hudson way, couple of homers, a lot of dribblers. Cubs sinking faster than Jesse Smollett's acting comeback. All-Star Game in LA, first time in 40 years, said, MLB, we were waiting for traffic to thin. That wrap-up sponsored by Nutsacks, a perfect serving of nuts in a pocket-sized sack. That's nutsacks. College football in an attempt to accelerate global warming, USC and UCLA join the Big Ten! Can't wait, Ed, for the coaches to submit the expense report for that Rutgers UCLA home and home field hockey match. That item sponsored by Par Mitzvah, the golf method that'll make a man out of you. Wimbledon men's final Novak Did you Joe beats Nick Kerjam. Uh, Royals in attendance, the Duke and Duchess of Tupperware. Women's final, Elena Naramem of Kazurst beat Hans Jenner of Tunisia. Royals in attendance, the Duke of Balderdash and Sir Rick Astley. Golf! Xander Shopley wins the Scottish Open and is forced to slurp haggis out of a pewter cup. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1912. The place Stockholm, Sweden. Six men medal in the Olympic pole vault. American Harry Babcock wins gold. Two, tie for silver, and there's a three-way dead heat for bronze. Literally, their bamboo stick splintered, killed all three of them. Only Olympic podium ever to sport a funeral pyre. The Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Jehovah's Witness Protection. Disappear into the warm grip of the Lord at Jehovah's Witness Protection. Back to you, Ed and Jeff. Thank you, Chet. Wow, Wow, that's a strong one. Yeah. It's
0: good, yeah. It's nice to hear he's kind of mellowed out over the years.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, he doesn't. Uh, he takes a breath every now and then. He's living the. He's living a life in the easy lane. That's what Chet's doing right now. He's 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 happy that he doesn't have the responsibility of uh, the whole show. I think. It's All right. right,
0: I'm starting to get a little concerned for you as a friend, but we'll talk about that off camera.
1: Yeah, no, we could actually, t- I'm sure we'll run out of gas in about <laughs> I mean, 30, that sounds a lot minutes. like
0: you, and <laughs> I don't know, but that's not for me to judge. Hey, when did the show, it, it seems a little phallic to me, if I can say that, Harry for Babcock, sure. we got Nutsack, I mean, that's in the Damn. first minute of it. Hey, Babcock. look,
1: Harry Babcock is real. Well, I, 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 no, I don't ahead, have that's any...
0: Awfully cheap to make up an Olympic guy from 1908 to <laughs> those, get that
1: one in. Those you, setups are always real. Uh, yeah, you would have
0: made him Dick Hertz then at that point if you're going to go. Yeah,
1: why not? So listen, um, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing. Uh, uh, you're doing a little bit of directing, I believe, the last time I talked to you. you were, you were were You were working on something, commercials or something? Like well, that. you know,
0: there's a lot of traffic.
1: Ah. good night everybody uh
0: yeah we're gonna you know just like you do uh hustle and go i i am kind of bi-coastal which is funny everybody always assumes is la and new york but pittsburgh is my hometown and so i kind of go back and forth between california and pittsburgh we're just a little shy of the ocean here but uh yeah well just, you got uh, the,
1: the river the the gorgeous got, beaches on those rivers. three rivers yeah
0: we got three rivers.
1: Not messing around. Hey guys, that one's sponsored by Corn Hell, the only cornhole game with a twenty-foot drop into a fire pit. Why don't you guys start talking? All right, we'll talk sports, Chet. Let's jump right into the, uh, the the big one for us. You're Ohio State guy, Big Ten. I'm Wisconsin guy, Big Ten. USC, UCLA, join uh, the Big Ten Acro- across the the board. And uh, football, as we know it, is toast. It's gone. There's no.
0: It is unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I get it. I get it because I've been around since the days of Woody, you know, Harrelson. Uh, uh, no, Woody you Harrelson. Know, but, sure, he coached but, for a little while. But this whole Illinois. USC and UCLA. I mean, seriously, Jeff. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming because you and I actually haven't talked about this. But I'm assuming you're as, as what the hell as I am. I'm sorry. Those are. Our, Rivals to play in the Rose Bowl. Geographically, this makes zero sense to me. I mean, I get it. The brand and money. Well, you know, why doesn't Microsoft join the Big Ten? Because they have a campus, and that's a good (laughs) brand name. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. It is.
1: Yeah, and I got a hunch they're just going to dump them right into the Big Ten West. And they'll move, like, they'll move Northwestern to the East. And uh or it Illinois. could make more
0: sense than now, but yeah.
1: So Wisconsin will uh will open each of the uh 2025 and 2026 seasons back to back against USC and UCLA or some horrific thing like that. Yeah, at midnight Eastern time.
0: So yeah. Uh, yeah, right, right. Now I well here, and I'll bet you experienced this one too. We haven't talked about this either, but uh obviously both of us have been in California for decades now. Right. And you always, you know, and I always needle our USC and UCLA fans going like, you guys can't sell out any games. And you always get that, well, you know, there's just so much to do out here. you right. It's <laughs> always like, there's so much to do. Oh, really? So so you're <laughs> telling me there's so much to do here. Somebody's not telling me to there's no way to sell out six home games a year. Yeah, you know and what this, I mean, Like I get it. You know, you don't have to be yeah. as psychotic as we in the Big Ten and SEC are, and I'd rather you just say that. But to act like, oh, there's just too many choices. Mm-hmm. Like You know, yeah, I, I'd like to go see Notre Dame and SC, but yes, that, that game happens every couple yeah. of years. Yeah, you know, the, uh, yeah. There's a farmer's market going on in Santa Monica that's right. only there every Saturday for the rest of our lives.
1: The so Museum like the of the West is half off this Saturday. So we gotta yeah, run down. Exactly. There.
0: I mean it's so funny. It's like, wow, so how did Bruce Springsteen sell out that concert? Did they just close <laughs> all the Ralphs down for the day? Or <laughs> yeah. there was nothing else to do in California. They that should
1: stuff. split it into two. There's so much to do, and then there's so much to do that you can actually afford to do. Yeah. And then a third, and that's too big you can different. get
0: to. Yeah, right. Less yeah. than six hours. I, right,
1: right. Not
0: trashing California, but it's funny, right? You always get that. It's like, wow, well, we're just too busy. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: The entertainment dollar spreads thin, which I understand, but- there's still, as you point out, a finite a really ridiculous finite number of games
0: yeah like six, six home games a year like six you can Saturdays
1: sell in three months. Act you should be able luck. to pull that together. but I understand from a football standpoint they got to make the dough the TV contracts are, are are the law of the land now and I understand you're trying to you know we're probably clearly headed for a two-league or maybe three-league uh, super top of the, of the football uh, hierarchy, and then everybody else feeding for the bottom of it. We may even, I've heard talk of a sort of English Premier League attempt to try to let some of the teams that might not quite be in it try to work their way into it. I don't know. Uh, I do know this, that college uh, recruiting has been on a national scale for a long time, especially for the big powers. Absolutely. Uh, so this was probably inevitable, but I think there may come a time when it shrinks back down. And I, I don't, I haven't heard anybody say that, but I believe that there may come a time where the population in so many areas is big enough and the TV contracts regionally will be sufficient to again, bolster this, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, and what is sufficient too? We're talking about greed, like how much money does yeah. the big Ten need to know? And this is
0: purely a reaction to Texas, Oklahoma. I realize that, and we don't want to get left yeah. behind. Because God forbid, you know, Kevin Warren, he would not want to mess up any situation. Are we still <laughs> pitching stuff to the Big Ten dude network? I'm sorry. <laughs> you can take that out. If we no, but Otherwise, you know, how how badly did he blow the whole COVID thing? And it's like yeah. I have no confidence with this guy there. And from my understanding, USC and UCLA were pushing, and I don't blame them. For wanting to come into the Big Ten, I'm just right. I,
1: I just I don't know. And, you know it's so going to be how wild. Are gonna how are We're they? Gonna, ha- I'm less concerned about State. football and basketball because you know uh, they will have uh, always the financing, especially these two teams, USC and UCLA, to travel pretty much at will. Right. Um, and uh, the issues I get, and Chet alluded to it, is you know when you when you start to get down into You know, men's volleyball where most of the Big Ten isn't that competitive, but USC and UCLA are incredibly competitive. Or you get into now what do you do with wrestling where seven Big Ten teams are usually in the top 15 or 20 of the country and USC and UCLA could give a rat's ass about wrestling. Oh, I don't know too much, know. To, do. Too much to do to go to uh, wrestling uh, to, to, to or to, to wrestling even for,
0: think about wrestling.
1: Well, now that's true, actually. Yeah, that there Wrestling's pretty low do. on my list, too. Yeah. I got to be honest. Waiting at a left turn might uh, <laughs> might, might beat out wrestling. I mean, what are, are wrestling they
0: going to do with it? Geographically, just say, all right, so you guys, for certain sports, just stay within this little perimeter. I guess that would yeah. make some sense.
1: Yeah, which but, is why they won't do it. Yeah, no. It's just going to be two Super Leagues for a while. And I think if the Pac-12 and Big 12 combine, that could be a legit league. There's enough good yeah. teams there yeah. Where, where I think that could happen. Now, what happens in terms of the national level? I got no clue. I, it's still going to be Alabama and, you know, LSU or somebody. And, you know, this isn't going to automatically elevate somebody into the into the college football title game. It's just not. No, have I think to admit, Texas and Oklahoma
0: are, are going to get pretty well there. And, yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, look at their last two. What was it? Texas A&M, which has never lived up to the hype that they're supposed to be. What Whatever they've been in the SEC now, eight years, 10 years? It's yeah. close. Every few and years, they Missouri. Alabama, and that's it. Missouri yeah. won the West or whatever their divisions are once or the East and made it. And that's it. So there are two new additions back then, which were supposed to really bolster them, you know, or bolster the middle of the SEC have failed. I don't know how Texas is going to do it. I think Oklahoma could survive because, you know, they have great coaching and a great sort of system that the SEC hasn't really seen a lot of, Uh, but Texas has been getting, you know, and then Lincoln Riley took
0: off for USC. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so this is all going to shake out weird. And then, Uh, There's there's the the old fighting Irish who will uh, clearly going to ride this one out uh, on the elitist wave that they've always ridden, which is. Well, I
0: mean, but the thing right, they're making less with their own NBC package than Rutgers is making as part of the Big Ten. So at some point, they're going to have to look at that and say, like, oh, we can get more than this. So I don't know. Ohio State plays a. Notre Dame in the uh, opener this year, which I'm uh, planning to go to, actually. And so that will be interesting. Maybe yeah. I can talk to both teams, get a little temperature, report back to
1: you. What they- that would be great. We, we, but I'm not handing
0: out $100 handshakes. That's all you used to have to do back in my day. <laughs> and now it's like, where's my car? Like, I well, don't, don't know. Good old fashioned-
1: my championship? <laughs> a good old-fashioned used car used to get you a halfway decent ball right? player. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Now you got to get him an endorsement with some sort of you know kids um, today yeah. Marine TikTok bait and tackle channel. company yeah the kids today know. with their TikTok. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so yeah, I, I think Notre Dame's going to have to come around, but they always seem to refuse to. They're in the Big Ten in hockey, which is currently, I believe, a seven team league and right. maybe eight. If so, oh, well, they're in needs.
0: ACC in basketball. Basketball, right? Yeah. And a bunch of other sports, I think, too. So, will people more people do that? I mean, you wonder if, like, USC play yeah. shouldn't just be Big Ten in football, but something else in volleyball? Like you said, I said, I don't know. It's
1: well, yeah, but they'll hold on to those contracts because basketball will make them money, too. Right. And, um, right. Weirdly, women's volleyball. You know, the Big Ten is strong. They probably got five teams that play at a, at a nationally competitive yeah. level. Yep, yep, yep. And, of course, uh, uh, the same with USC and UCLA. So that could actually become a revenue generator. That could be an interesting situation. You might have an Olympic-style sport that becomes an actual revenue generator for a wildly expanded Big Ten. That could be interesting. But Notre Dame, to me, I think they're riding it out. Because let's be honest, I've always believed it, and I have a hunch you have, if they join the Big Ten, they're, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh.
0: No, I think if they join, yeah, a few conferences, that's the case. And, you know, it's easy to bash Notre Dame, but, yeah, they haven't been so relevant in the last, like, 20 years. You know, Brian Kelly did all he could there, whatever. Yeah, he did a great Uh,
1: job, and they got competitive – yeah, you know, and then they they crapped the bed when they got to the national. Not that other Big Ten teams haven't done that. Well, <laughs> know oh, everybody does it,
0: but uh, but yeah, no, they um, you know, they haven't won any. I'm um, gonna upset all my Notre Dame friends, but it's nothing I haven't said right to their face. And they haven't really won a big game of of,
1: of note yeah.
0: in, in a while.
1: Uh, yeah, and their bowl games have sort of been limping along. They've had one or two here that have that have, they've done well in, but overall. It's not the juggernaut nationally it used to be. Hey guys, that was sponsored by Auto Body Experience. Hover twenty feet above your car repairs at Auto Body Experience. Next, baseball. Okay, Chet, we'll get to it.
0: <laughs> He's as glossy uh, as ever. I gotta say, Chet. yeah, he I is. Chet, so whatever let's, he does is. Good. Let's
1: start with the with the, with your home team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Good young team. I saw them, I think, sweep the Dodgers and take three or four from the Dodgers. I think I saw that, too. And they looked phenomenal. They looked really good. Slumping Dodgers or not, they're still the Dodgers. That team, even in a slump, nobody's in a slump together.
0: Yeah, and they the weren't dogs. slumping when, when the Pirates beat them. But it was, no. we just played great games. But like a young team will do, like you say, you know, then they'll turn around the next day have eight errors against the Reds and get killed. Like, so they're very yeah. inconsistent, but there is excitement. They're building in the right direction there, which is encouraging.
1: Now, is it going to be a scenario where they're like the hottest girl in a small town the second they get a chance they're going to bolt? Or do they have these guys locked up for several years?
0: No, they, uh, you know, they they, they, they locked up keep Brian Hayes, which, of course, then immediately He's led big. to a slump. And then, uh, <laughs> um, and we, we love Brian Reynolds, so we'll probably pick him up. I mean, it's the old, we do have a cheap owner, and there's no doubt about it, but people who don't follow the Pirates uh, real closely, which I do not blame you there, but... They, they have this thing in their heads like, oh, they treat everybody the, the, right away to the Yankees. And it's not, it's, it's not true. They signed big contracts for Marte and for Polanco. It just didn't work out right. from Hutchin. So they will be yeah. up there when they think it really is somebody. So I think they, they are and they control. A lot of these young guys that have come up too as far as like, they don't have to make a decision on a lot of them for like five years. So, right.
1: Right. That's good. How many small market teams though are playing at that kind of, level. Milwaukee has somehow figured out a way to kind of climb out of that it's unbelievable. and be really competitive. They could have easily Always. beat the Dodgers two years in a row and made it to the uh, to the NL uh, It's such a
0: rare thing. But, you know, well, th- my whole thing is coming from a small market. The major League Baseball is screwed. It needs a salary cap like every other successful professional sport, because as you know, it means a cap and it means a, a floor. A floor and a ceiling. So the cheap owners, they got to spend more and you can only spend so much. You know, it's the only sport. So it's not fair. Like Milwaukee and Pittsburgh have to make every right decision. If something goes wrong with one of the things, they're screwed for five years. Whereas if, you know, the Dodgers, because of their TV contract alone, which dwarfs Pittsburgh's and they don't have to share in any way you know somebody breaks their arms like well i don't know can we get a uh, key like who who who's out there you know yeah. uh, that we can get that yeah. you know won't be in prison before the series is finished
1: yeah and look and look at that Never <laughs> a a, a, uh, a national team with a regional television contract that works that'd be the dodgers you <laughs> know I mean, almost anybody in baseball oh my god yeah it's their regional contract i know it's crazy that that really creates the revenue stream for them. It, it is kind of crazy, and they can't figure out how to do that in college football. That is insane. Uh, how crazy is New York right now? Do you think with the Yankees and Mets in first place?
0: Um, you know, is New York? It's usually pretty calm. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure. I, I'm sure they're just. Has anyone even noticed yet? Yeah. They're already bitching about because the Mets <laughs> dropped a few, so they're already panicking. So yeah. it's fine. But although, it's exciting
1: to see those teams doing well for sure. Although Atlanta is coming on really strong, I like to. I kind of like to see the Heat. I don't think anybody's going to come close to the Yankees. They just threw the ball. They could play 500 ball, and you know, yeah, you get probably out to, win the division league. by 10 games. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. They're an exciting team to You know, what's funny though? Have you noticed? too and they've been talking about it for a while but now in baseball like how average almost doesn't mean anything anymore it's all oh, like yeah. homers walkouts and strikeouts because i'm watching when the pirates played the yankees and we split with them it's so funny we won one like five two and then lost 19 nothing like we, that that's kind of what happens when we lose <laughs> right Good. i believe it was no it was uh 19 to 2 so i was i was exaggerating um <laughs> but no looking at the yankees and they're like oh let's check out this batting order it's like 256 250 two, nobody you know, cares I'm like Holy crap. Well, I was hearing like the league average is like 240 now, whereas like in the old days, that would get you benched, right? Absolutely.
1: It's insane. And I mean, the Dodgers have Bellinger in center who's hitting like 206. But, you know, his fielding is great. He runs the bases great, makes great decisions, and will occasionally just jam it out into, you know, into the parking lot. And RBIs. And then they got Max Muncie who's batting literally 160. Which would, which was an automatic benching back in the day, even if you were a star, you sat on the bench and they brought up some kid who's hitting 250 at triple A to send you a message or
0: something, <laughs> right?
1: They yeah. don't care about that. That's what's been exciting about the, the Dodgers' recent run. And I've kind of turned into a Dodgers fan because a bit of a baseball orphan, no time for that, but uh, Dodger fan now. And and their last seven or eight games, they've actually been playing baseball. They've stolen bases. They've advanced on balks. They I t- do miss all on that wild pitches. Myself. They've won games like that, and it's been a chopper just out of reach over the mound, drives in the winning. You know, they're not just – and like you say. Yeah, the not just strikeout,
0: walk, homer. Strikeout, right. walk, homer, because that's what most games are. But uh, with these low averages, Jeff, you're realizing if they drop just a little more, you and I might have our shot. I have a
1: shot have a shot. Sure. Getting
0: closer and closer. I've already been dropping by the ballpark, acting like I'm just watching batting practice in Pittsburgh, but they're like, hey, I'm like, oh, you know, I've swung a few in my day.
1: Do they have D.H. bunters? Because that's what I'd be in line for. <laughs> hey, guys, sponsored by Dick Tucker's women's clothes for men. Uh, all right. One last <laughs> one last baseball <laughs> question. Uh, how in God's name are the California angels wasting Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I think it's, I think it should quite frankly, be an absolute scandal that's talked about every day in sports radio. How did they drop
0: 14 straight? Even the pirates haven't done that. We don't have a ball player of either of those guys caliber and they have two. Yeah. That's
1: pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Good pitching. I mean, you know, they got you, they got guys,
0: yeah, I they got I don't arms. Know.
1: I don't understand it. It 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 freaks me out. I can't figure it out. And these guys are headed for the Hall of Fame, probably, even, right. even on a team like that. And you know, right now, you know, the, the, as close as they're gonna get to to a World Series is is losing two games at the Dodgers. At, yeah, at, I, I mean, they're not even going to wear who? their
0: angels' hats, are they, when they go into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, you're out of here. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's some be sort of
1: neutral cap. cap. They'll they have a. Have
0: to come to the, yeah, just like <laughs> something's like, oh, we couldn't get the licensing rights for that. So, right. it's a generic cap.
1: Just a just a colored cap. There's no logo of any star. You know I mean? or,
0: or why do they have to wear hats? These guys have hair or whatever. Sure.
1: No hat at all. Sure. A bust of a good-looking dude. Come on. Right. Why isn't that right. in the Hall of Fame?
0: Thank you. It's sexist that they make them wear hats, and I don't even know what that means.
1: Hey, incidentally, guys, that one's sponsored by Cramden Yards, where every home run goes right to the moon, Alice. Uh, All right, let's talk some other sports quick here uh, while we got a few minutes. Uh, Speaking of big news, why isn't this Brittany Griner thing larger? And again, talked about it's getting talked about a little bit more now because they put pressure on Biden. But, you know, okay, she made a mistake. She was who knows what the CBD oil was being used for in the States. It can be used for everything from a everything. salad to a massage. Yeah. So she goes to Russia. They're going to make a big deal out of it. But well, to me, this they should kidnapped be kidnapped. That's what they yeah. did. I
0: right? Right. know this. And honestly, and I feel terrible for her, but I also hope they don't forget about people that aren't star athletes that have been in prison there unfairly for like three and four years. Right. You know what I mean? Right. True. So to me, I'm like, I get it. But let, let's get all those people home and trade them. Murderous thug we have to send or whatever the hell it does. I'll right. make that trade. Even a yeah, pirate right. make that trade, uh, um, but yeah, it's a terrible uh, position.
1: <laughs> and here's another thing, kind of sticking in my craw, is why can't sports lead the way when there's these national tragedies, these shootings, these mass shootings, uh, where where we do as a country stop down for two days. And, and, and mourn and make a deal out of these things so that we don't just go on with life as usual. Well, and I Jeff, think, sadly, yeah, we'd be way. stopping
0: every weekend, right? How many shootings do we have every weekend? They'd be yeah. shutting down the seasons that I I understand what you're saying and, and not to even make light of it in that way, but it's, it's terrifying. Like nothing seems to stop any of it. So
1: right. Right. Don't know. It, i'd still like to see some leadership i'd like i I agree agree. you know and and they have taken the lead in some ways uh you know they're generally sports the nfl being a a bit of a a controversial exception here and there but certainly the nba and certainly baseball are taking the lead you know in terms of uh uh support for uh uh, you know, LGBTQ support for minorities, support for women, support for medical issues. It is true. Things like that. But it would, I think it would make a huge difference if, if, uh, if they could figure out something where they stop down a couple, at least for two days and make a point of it now. Uh, uh, all right, let's move on to, uh, one last thing before we split this area. Oh, um, no, I want
0: to end on a really depressing. Down, road. you want to go
1: down? That's what we do, Should but we all real? right, if you have to throw some little <laughs> That is true. The, t- uh, <laughs> the F pie at the end of the show. Let's take <laughs> let's take it straight down. Uh, Wimbledon, um, is it is it just going the way of polo? I mean, I could not even work up, uh, you know, the energy to watch the finals. And I get it. Tremendous tennis is being played. But I believe that, you know, that demographic is just getting smaller and smaller. And especially at Wimbledon, it just looks like, oh, I get it. Uh, talk about, you know, uh, competition for the entertainment dollar. I mean, <laughs> you know, those tickets are gazillions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I know it is. It's like becoming the America's Cup now where it's like, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny you say that Because I've had the same feeling And I figured it was just me Just so busy with all my other sports that I, But I haven't watched as much And I didn't watch any Wimbledon this year For the first time in a long time Yeah,
1: and I think it's because They did have a phase Where they came out of that elitist Sort of polo-ish uh, mm-hmm. Sports arena Kind of and, and moved into It was, whether it was Connors whether it was, uh, uh, you know, any of these Hello. McEnroe, uh, you know, Agassiz, guys who, who, who kind of, uh, gave crap to the referees were not necessarily born of wealth, but, you know, uh, certainly maybe upper middle-class. The Williams not,
0: sisters. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they, they
1: moved the needle for people in the middle class to go, Oh, hang on. I want to see if that guy blows up at somebody. I want to see if there's a fight at Flushing Meadow. You know what I mean? You know, and it made it. I, I think the ratings were far better and far bigger then. And and again, while the game is being played at an, a ridiculous level, Djokovic is unbelievable. Right. Uh, you know, and these women were. were That's why I wonder about tennis
0: too. How is it the greatest player just keeps coming? Oh, he's the greatest. Now Borg's the greatest. Now Sampras is the greatest. Well, you yeah. are never going to beat um, uh, Roger Federer, oh. except with this guy. And like, how do they yeah, and keep the popping? Yeah. You're right. There's something, the quality is, is strange because it's like every, we've seen six of the greatest ever in this, in like the last 30 years. Or two. You know, the
1: parallel may be closer to Formula One. Gary and I talked about this a week or two ago. It may be big, in the world around the United States that we don't often dabble in. You go see a Formula One race. Formula One's huge in Europe. It's just huge. You know, the TV contracts for these, these drivers are are international stars. And I think tennis may just be like, okay, we'll get the dough we can out of the U S and we're just going to play these international circuits and just live our lives.
0: Well, you know, there's too much to do here in the U S.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh in fact, I got a swap meet I have to get to. Hey guys, that was sponsored by Handelabra, the world's fanciest doorknob. Uh all right. Uh, I you know, I'm popping this on you, but I think I can do it. Uh we'll wrap up with this. I love to talk about um uh worst gigs. I love to talk about bad gigs, stand-up gigs, writing gigs, whatever it is. Uh we've had You mean other than this? Right th- oh, without a doubt. Well, this isn't a gig. Uh-huh. We're not getting paid. So
0: oh well, and, and can actually. we chat? Can I talk to you in the kitchen? Because my understanding look
1: I can give you a matching small uh Christmas tree for the one behind you on the shelf. That's the best I can do. Oh, no, I have that. <laughs> there, isn't it? That- I think I just grew there, dude.
0: I didn't even <laughs> put that in purpose. So. so first I noticed it. Honest to God, I think my sister
1: put it there or something. Um <laughs>
0: Oh, so, I don't know. You're right. I mean, how can I? Yeah, we just had, had that like
1: Joel Hodgson was on last week and he he told the story of he used to do a great bit with a with, literally with a leaf blower on stage. And he would put like a party fa- a giant party favor on the end of it, like those New Year's Eve things. Right. And he'd blow, it'd go out 10, 15 feet into the crowd. And one night he said a guy leaned into it with his teeth and claimed his tooth got chipped. And he got, he got He got caught in holy hell for uh several months. Uh so I know they're weird, but you have had a a wide variety of both stand-up and writing experience. And I want you to take a minute and kind of dig in and find something. Uh, And we may have shared. I'm sure we may have. And then I'm sitting there like,
0: well, I know I'm getting older, but I still want to work. So trying what I should say publicly on, but you know what I'm thinking of is a, a and thank God, it's been quite a few years, but probably a decade or so ago, they asked me to do a prom, you know. And oh, my God. Yeah. And then, but the, you know, and I'm like, excuse me, but I'm kind <laughs> of an established. And then I get, you know, see the money and I'm like, yeah, I get I dropped by. Talk, <laughs> to the, <laughs> well,
1: talk to the kids. For a little while. Down
0: there, it, 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 they could not have been more disinterested. Uh, uh and they, it, i just i was ignored for 20 minutes and then if i was like i thought my own prom was humiliating which it was <laughs> but that was one of the worst like i was established at that point and stuff too and you can see they're all looking at me like going Who's the old guy that got into the parking lot by mistake? And how do we get him out of here? Like this was, was so bad. So, I mean, that's just one of how many million wow. you went up
1: from. That's impressive. Yeah, no, uh, it was
0: fantastic.
1: Sponsored incidentally, guys. Yeah, Ed, you'll love this one. JC Penny, dressing homicide detectives for over 60 years. Uh, Ed Driscoll, thank you so much for coming on. Follow Ed on Twitter at the Ed Driscoll and uh you have a book or two out where can people find those you go online can they go to
0: yes they can spilled gravy uh, is is uh, uh, the big one so you can find that anywhere and uh, yeah I'm on Twitter and I'm on all that stuff uh, uh, now and uh, so yeah they can they can find me man but they spilled just spilled gravy
1: uh, incidentally folks read it uh, if you can and if you're ever getting out if you're ever getting out doing stand-up uh, do yourselves a favor. Go catch Ed Driscoll. Ed, thank you so much for coming on. What thank advice. you, my
0: friend. Great to be here. Uh,
1: follow me on Twitter at real Jeff Cesario, my album. What was I thinking streaming everywhere now? Uh, the play with pain mugs available at Jeff Cesario.com up in the corner, right around there. Uh, so go buy those. And, uh, I have uh, so much fun. I uh, thank you guys for listening. I uh, tell your friends all about it. Cause, uh, I'd love to keep uh, doing it. And every week, uh, uh, I have a great guest, and uh, it's mercifully short. Uh, in fact, I'll be doing stand-up the next three Saturdays in July at the uh, Comedy Magic Club, which is reopened. In uh, Hermosa Beach, California, July 16th, 23rd, and 30, the early show coming out. Check that out. Chet, how about you? What do you got coming up? This weekend, I'll be in Cow Skull, California, calling the 13th annual Thermometer Explosions for selfinflicted.com, sponsored by Mojave's, the high deserts only hobby store, and Rocket City, the jet blue of space travel. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. えーい<音楽>